You're tuned in to Beltway Beef, official commentary of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Policy Division here in Washington, D.C. I'm Chase Adams. We're talking with Dave Delaney, NCBA and Texas Southwestern Cattle Raisers Association member and Texas cattleman. Now, Dave, on Tuesday, the House Ag Committee held a fever take briefing. We know this has been an ongoing issue for cattle producers along the southern border, but what sparked this hearing now? Well, up until a couple years ago, the USDA program had been fairly effective along the border of holding back the fever tick within the permanent quarantine zone. In late 2014, we believe due to the uh, crossing of Nilgai and wildlife from Mexico into Laguna Atascosa at the Boca Chica Wildlife Reserve, that this is spread into Willacy and Cameron County in South Texas. It's now in an area that's a temporary quarantine zone of approximately 300,000 acres. And, you know, which means that, you know, people under, you have to be scratched, you know, that we have infected premises, and it's really a burden to the producer. And so we have a singular opportunity right now to probably stop this uh, fever tick where it is. However, given the nature of these ranches, I mean, very large pastures, many cases 15, 20,000 acre pastures, very brushy, huge wildlife densities, both Nilgai and deer, and oftentimes more AUs in, in wildlife than, quite frankly, they are in cattle, it makes control a very a big problem. There's really no, if this, if this uh, fever tick continues to spread, there's really no natural barrier other, the, other than the freeze zone, which is quite a bit far north. If, if we see an infestation of that level, this is going to have st- huge strategic implications, not only for the cattle business in Texas, but for the national beef cattle herd as well. Dave, Texas A&M conducted a study and clearly inaction is not a solution. The economic impact on the spread of fever ticks would be disastrous for Texas cattle producers. The Texas A&M economic impact study showed that the cost of a fever tick outbreak over its historical range could cost the industry well over $100 million a year and possibly as much as into the $1 to $2 billion range over the course of 10 to 15 years. just as importantly, the, the effect on individual producers within that area could be devastating and actually force some of them out of business. So I think it's very important that we get a handle on this problem, and uh, we may have a singular opportunity right now to, uh, to stop the spread. Earlier this month, Senator Cornyn and Representative Vela sent a letter to Fish and Wildlife Services Director Ash, including intervention in treating wildlife for fever ticks. What is the solution to get this issue under control? What is unique about this most recent outbreak is the fact that we think it was uh, caused by Nilgai and white-tailed deer moving, uh, in some cases, over the Mexican border into the uh, federal wildlife preserves. Uh, because of this, it's necessary that, like any other landowner who is under a herd management plan, that the Fish and Wildlife Service implement this management plan as is required of any other landowner. Uh, for other landowners to, to uh, incur expenses, in some cases hundreds of thousands of dollars, makes no sense the recurring cause of infection remains untreated. Really, this management plan would require a three-pronged approach. First off, it would, it would require that we uh, use cattle, because cattle are the preferred host for cattle fever ticks, within the federal properties. That way the cattle could be gathered and treated 
to break the life cycle of the tick. Secondly, as has been proven very successful within the permanent quarantine zone, Ivermec treatment treated corn to feed deer at certain times of the year could also is also very effective to uh, eliminate the tick on that uh, host. And thirdly, because Nilgai travel long distances and they are also a competent host of the cattle fever tick, the densities of the species need to, need to be reduced within these uh, federal preserves. Thanks, Dave. You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until we meet again, eat beef and check us out online at beltwaybeef.com or visit beefusa.org.